Wow. That was some epic shit right there. God, I'm rocking. And so, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Kicking It Stateside. We were just uh, coming into episode number 29 now in the books. That was a little uh, preview of the uh, MLS's new little uh, kind of, I don't even know, like hype song, it's basically. 25th anniversary anthem, I guess. Oh, is that what they're calling uh, uh, this? Yes, yes. I mean, that was pretty sweet. Yeah. Classic me, composer, uh, uh, Mr. Hans Zimmer, done many soundtracks in Hollywood movies and sports songs. He came songs. with the heat. Oh, he, awesome. Came with the heat on that Love one. Love it. Yeah, that was sweet. Um but yeah, welcome back, everybody. Uh, today we got a uh, a pretty big one. Today we got MLS preview. Yes, it's like literally this weekend. It came up roaringly fast. I know. We were saying before that it's like we were like we got time. We got time. We have time, and we're literally like three days, four <laughs> days away from uh, we don't have time anymore. the opener. So we thought about today that would probably be a pretty good day to uh, dive into uh, making some uh, maybe look you know look at every team. Uh, not too crazy, not like our last year's uh, Prem preview where we literally probably talked 20 minutes about each team, Yeah, try and keep it within the... Uh, yeah, we'll keep it brief on each team, maybe uh, some minor predictions, nothing too heavy yet. Yeah, we don't want to do, go too crazy since obviously last year we we caught the end of the MLS season, so we were yeah. able to do more of a playoff show where we can actually like sit and look at the table and the MLS playoff picture and then go from there. Yeah, with a playoff format, it's really tough to preseason predict who's going to win. It's not like the other leagues where it's regular season is yeah. your season. So It's the one table, and you're like, well, yeah. you know, if you're at the top of the table at the end, you win. Yeah, not Unlike in this, this case. it's like seven teams, I think. Get in now for each side. Yeah, I think we're in the seven teams. Uh, the one seed gets their first round by. Right. Um, and then everybody else, one and done format was very successful, I think, this past it season. It was. It made, I think, a lot of the ties and the games a little more competitive, I would say. Yeah. Because you got nothing to go back on. You get that one game, and if you don't win, you're done. Yeah, you can't just, like, sit on that 0-0, like, one-leg game and hope that you, you know, pick it up in the second one. You got to. It was win or go home. Yeah. We saw it. We and saw we it did. firsthand. We, we went uh, to the best game of the playoffs, I think. Oh, my God. I mean, Shitty result for me, but it was still an awesome game. It was great fantastic. to be at, great atmosphere. So Yeah, and uh, hope for the same, I guess, for both teams trying to uh, get back to that that first uh that first round matchup maybe I think playoffs for my team might be a long shot I don't know we'll see it's yeah. it's, it's a long year and so, we'll see I have some some things to say on the Red Bull and I'm sure you do as well yes that their <laughs> their lack of moves might force them to be uh maybe miss the playoffs this year yeah now they got Mr. Long all pissed off too or at least his agent apparently because there's opportunities have been up to sell him and they keep passing Thinking his value is maybe higher than, I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll discuss that. Yeah, we'll dive into that. We don't need to go too crazy. Um, then as well, obviously, we got Champions League going on. We had yesterday, we saw um, Chelsea and Bayern go at it. Unfortunately, not a good result for myself and the Chelsea fans out there as they lost 3 nothing, We'll kind of get into that a little bit later in the second half of the show. I liked it. Of course you did. <laughs> I'm sure every Bayern fan is like, yes, this is the team 
We look great. I actually watched all three goals uh, on DVR this morning at about 4.45, 5 o'clock. I'm sure that pumped you up. It did. Got me ready for the day. Damn it. (laughs) Damn it, damn it. But, yes, and yesterday we saw Napoli and Barcelona in a 1-1 draw. Good start for me picking the old Napoli squad. Yeah, again, it's one of those, I feel like, the same case in Liverpool where it's like it – you know, Barca's gonna go home. And we'll smash take one one at Camp New, and that's yeah, fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's is where you're sitting just where we want you. I was hoping to avoid that road goal for Barca, but right, unfortunately, unfortunately. But we'll see in three weeks' time uh, for the second leg of those, and then today, Wednesday, we have um, Juventus, the old lady, facing off against Lyon. Which Leon is actually winning one nothing currently in the seventy fifth minute. Yeah, that's still a thing. So, I think again, maybe we underestimated Leon. Maybe it was like I told you pre show lack of research. Um, I didn't realize some of the ads they had made beginning of this season. And I guess at this last deadlines, although rest of Europe's not even on the same deadline, a little better team than I thought. And Juventus, as we see, if Ronaldo's not doing it. Who's picking Who's up the doing slack? it? Yeah, exactly. So, but there's time. We'll see how there's that there's time goes. left in this one. And also today we had the big clash of uh, Real Madrid and Manchester City, which Real Madrid is winning one nothing currently in the 75th minute as well. Care of Isco, Isco getting the goal, and again, you know, it's important for Ma- Madrid to win this first leg at home because then you got to go to the Etihad in three weeks' time. And you better have at least a goal or a two-goal cushion because if yeah. City comes and ties this, you're going to be in deep shit. Yeah. Neither one of these teams right now want to give up that dreaded road goal and get drawn before these games are over. So Absolutely. So, But, yeah, we'll uh, dive into that as well in the second half just a little bit. And also, you know, who can forget the Premier League? Um, we got uh, Week 28 coming up, which will start Friday with Norwich and Leicester, and then finish with Spurs-Wolves on Sunday. And also the Carabao Cup. Yes. Final is on Sunday between Man City and the underdogs, Aston Villa. Big-time underdogs. What kind of city team are we going to see? Don't know. We do not know, but we will talk a little bit of that as well. (laughs) You might as well. I mean, it's not a crazy competition, but the fact that Villa's in it, I think that says a little bit of... uh, about it, I guess. But I can, feel good story, I suppose. I could tell by the city lineup that they've run out for this Champions League game that it must mean something because they're definitely a tweaked, excuse me, lineup today. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, again, it's uh, when you have all these competitions, you got to pick and choose where you want to uh, eh. attack the most. I would have went a little more firepower, I think, against Madrid, but that's just me. Again, Pep's mailed it in. Again, we will <laughs> talk about that, and they did appeal that two-year ban I saw yesterday, so... Good luck. That's another thing to talk about. <laughs> but yeah, so let's get rocking and rolling. We'll start with the MLS, um, since this is a, basically an MLS preview show with you know the Prem, obviously we got to touch on that, because that's what we usually focus on, but you know, since the MLS starts Saturday, figured we'd run down... Uh, every team and kind of see what strength, you know, what they're missing, what they just, you know, what they added, what they missed, what they get let go, you know, 
and some slight predictions, nothing too crazy. So figured we start maybe with the West and then we'll talk more about the East is probably what we're familiar with on the West is the, the, the Western conference teams since we live in New Jersey uh, and on the East coast, it's kind of like, well, you know, we don't always follow the Western conference teams to a T I would say in depth. So some of these lower ones, especially the Nashville uh, that comes in this year in the West um, it's like a who's who, but We'll start at the top. Uh, I thought about, you know, our MLS Cup champs, Seattle Sounders. I mean, you got to bas- start. Yeah, you got to start with the champs. Basically the same team as last year. They still have Ladero. They yeah. still have Rui Diaz. They still have Jordan Morris and still Stefan Fry and Net. There's a lot. I mean, of, that's a lot, lot of people picking them to possibly repeat. I mean, I'm definitely not to throw that out so quickly, but I'm definitely saying that for a prediction for them, I think they win the West again. Oh, I think they get back there. They're definitely going to be a very competitive team in the West. That is without a doubt. Because I still think it's going to be the same, too. I still think that Seattle is probably the most deep team with probably close to the same defense. I know... Um, the Korean guy, I forget his name, but he's not there anymore. But they still have a pretty good, um, you know, obviously Christian Roldan's still there. That was another one I was just about to say. He's still, I mean, yeah, they. They really they, didn't do too much. They didn't. They kept And they it, really didn't need to. They kept it pretty uh, pretty light in the offseason, but why not? When you're the champions, why make too many changes? Right. And, you know. They still got the ageless Miguel Ibarra, too, 45 years old, still playing on the... I know. <laughs> like, dude, I saw that. Yeah. Just a vet to play some defense when, you know. I'm, you know, sure, I'm sure his playing time is not going to be so high, but... I mean, it's, it's a good team, been man. been through it all, yeah. It's a good team. I, like I said before, I really think they get back to the finals. It would not surprise me one bit. Not one bit. Because I think a lot, some of the other teams in the West aren't necessarily as strong. I was going to say, it's kind of this, uh, the different switch. Like, I feel like the East and the MLS, as opposed to maybe like the NBA, the East is way stronger, I think, this year especially. The West, it's like, okay, then we can talk about LAFC now. I was going to say, it's pretty much these two. I mean, Carlos Vela, still there, probably going to be right up there for MVP again, I would say. You know, they still have, you know, Latif Blessing at Tuesta, you know, Mark Anthony Kay, the Canadian who's played great. Uh, this Diego Rossi kid who's been great as well has. Yeah, I'm a big Diego Rossi fan. Been insane. They're, they're saying that he's probably going to make the big switch to Europe next summer. They're probably predicting that. I think he's only like 22. He's right. Re- yeah, he's, he's a relatively young. young. I'll pull him up now real quick just to verify. But, I mean, the loss. I mean, they lost Walker Zimmerman. 21. 21 years yeah. old. The it, Walker Zimmerman thing could could hurt. I I don't know. I'm starting to think maybe he's a little overrated. Yeah, I don't know. You've said that in the past. He didn't really even start. Like He wasn't like their rock-solid center defender. No. They got, uh, they got Danilo Silva. Yeah. He's the veteran, the veteran Brazilian to, to hold down the middle still. So, I don't know. I mean, they're going to be a good team. They got my man. Uh, obviously, um, my eyes are going to be a little bit on there now that my uh, my initials brother and Red Bull legend. Say big time. 
Yeah, that nine up. that ninety nine will be in the rafters of Red Bull Arena one of these days. Um, wearing the sixty six for LAFC. Yeah, Bradley Wright Phillips. His playing time is going to be limited. He's probably going to play a super sub kind of role. Oh, for sure. You but know, I mean, he's getting up there in age. But to have him off the bench to come in, like you said, for a super sub role, I mean, it doesn't hurt you at all. Not it just at all. adds to your depth. Yeah, just that guy can score a goal within minutes. I've seen it so many times with Red Bull. So that's a big, big pickup for them as well. Yeah, and really the only other one I would say is they added that goalie from uh, the Netherlands, Kenneth Vermeer from, uh, I forget, I think he was Eidenhoven or yeah. Alkmaar, one of the two. He was a good, that's a good veteran ad yeah. for them. He was Rotterdam. Rotterdam. He was Rotterdam. He's been with Club Bruges for one season. He spent nine seasons at Ajax. I mean, the guy's been around. He's 34 years old, but right at a guy that's played at that level and been on the Netherlands national team and all that to come over here, that's a that's a big pickup for them. Oh, huge. Yeah. So, I mean, again, I I think it's going to be between those two. Seattle, LAFC, I'm I'm saying that they're both getting to the Western Conference Finals again, and again, it could be. It's really depending on LAFC's defense because that's what fucked them last year. Yeah, and the fact definitely. that Seattle whooped them at home <laughs> was uh, that was what we saw Rui Diaz just take over. I remember in that Western Final. Dude, people underestimate the hell out of that kid. That kid is so good. He's he's little. He's little, he, but he finds, he spark finds blood. oh yeah, he finds his spot. But and speaking yeah. of little guys from South America, yeah, there is another team in L.A. There is another team in L.A. which with all the hype right now. Yeah, I mean the Ibrahimovic era is over at the Galaxy. It was a fun little, you know, journey Experiment, for them. Experiment, yeah. <laughs> um, and Chicharito. It's Chicharito fever uh, all over L.A. right now. He's at Kings games. He's at Lakers games. Like courtside. Hanging with LaBreezy, you know. (laughs) Just normal L.A. celebrity status now, you know. You know, good old little Chicharito. Little guy. But, yeah, he's going to bring definitely some firepower, and I'm sure he'll be up for the golden boot. I'm I'm, I'm predicting probably him, Vela, and Joseph Martinez, barring he can stay healthy this year. Yeah. Probably those three will be competing for the Golden Poot. And MVP, I would say, would you say? I would say. Maybe a few other names to throw in there, but they're pretty much your top three, without a doubt. And, I mean, they still got Gio, or Jonathan Dos Santos and Sebastian Legit from uh, the U.S. International they also brought on Sasha Kleschen as a nice little depth player. I was going to mention that. I actually, the moment it happened, uh, my buddy that we've spoken of before uh, that went to Seton Hall with Sasha right, uh, broke that news to me. So, nice veteran add to that team. Yeah. Definitely. The guy's been around. He's I mean, played in some big games. Yeah. To bring him off the bench. Another they, Red Bull legend over in L.A. So. Absolutely. Uh, they also got Alexander Katai from... Uh, the Chicago Fire, who was going to be a nice little bench piece, and apparently they got this DP, this Emiliano Insua, nice. kind of sure up the uh, the center back position. So again, I I think they're LAFC and Seattle, the cream of the crop of the West, and then I think the Galaxy is just right under that. They're in that next tier, I yeah. would say. With I'd see these next like three teams are probably that like right under. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I would assume that LA Galaxy, barring any crazy injuries from like a Chicharito or somebody that can put the ball in the net, I would assume that they're going to get to the semifinals. Yeah, Pavone's still there, I believe, too, right? Yeah, Christian Pavone. I like him, so yeah. Maybe another LAFC, uh, LA Galaxy uh, (laughs) rematch in the playoffs? Yeah, let's see. LAFC finally got their first dub in all these years against the Galaxy. It took a in a playoff game, so... It's a new error for both teams. Yes. And, uh, yeah, we'll see where that goes. But um, the other team, the Dallas, FC Dallas, a, a young team. That team made what I would th- – had to have been the most moves in the offseason, if yeah. not one of the most. Every time I looked and opened up, there was another FC Dallas move, FC Dallas move. I mean, it's, it's basically – they have the best academy and homegrowns probably in the league. It's pretty well known with even especially U.S. ones like, you know, Reggie Cannon, Paxton Pomichol, yeah. you know, uh, Jesus Ferrara and Brandon Cervania all have at least caps for the, uh, you know, the the youth of the U.S. team. So, and then they bring in Fafa Pico from the Philadelphia Union. That was a big pickup for them. So, I mean, they're adding, they're definitely adding some speed out there too. I mean, Reggie Cannon, I think, might make the jump to Europe this year. Uh, if he continues his uh, success, so yeah, he's still only twenty-one. So he's. I mean, it's a young team. Green arrow on him. It's a very young team, and they did mix in, you know, some uh, you know veterans and uh, older guys, but to compete with you know the top three in the West is going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It's definitely going to be tough, but they. I mean, they do. They they have some firepower to be able to do so. You know, I like the Hollingshead kid. He's pretty good. And Matt Hedges is a great defender. He's been around forever. Um, obviously, what was the other guy? Uh, what, oh. that's been there or that they've added? Um, just veteran guys like this Ziegler oh, uh, guy from Switzerland. Barrios. Michael yeah. Barrios is solid. He's a solid vet for them, the Colombian. He's, what, 28? He's yeah. another little guy, 5'4". Yeah. Just finds little holes in the pitch that no one else can seem to find. In Little Honduran, they have Brian Acosta. But, I mean. They added the forward Tiago uh, Santos, um, who's been a South American kind of journeyman. Right. In his career, 30 years old. Um, yeah, it, they should be an interesting team. They're going to be a competitive playoff bound team, I think. Yeah, they'll make the playoffs, I'm assuming, just barring on what the West has. I don't. With talent-wise, I think they'll probably get in there for sure. Yeah. Probably like a four or five seed. I I think it's between this and the next team probably to talk about um, Portland. 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 I mean, always a team always that's pretty solid. Portland. Diego Valeri, the guy's an ageless wonder. But year in and year out, the man just gets it done on the field. Every year. Whether they have people around him, I know they have, you know, they had Sebastian Blanco last year who was pretty solid. They still have Diego Chara at that defensive midfield position, breaking yeah, up play. He's a beast. This Jeremy Abobasi really uh, broke on the scene last year as well, scoring goals. And they just add another. They added Yimmy Chara. And they also added some uh, Polish kid, this Yaroslav Nezgoda. Yeah, they have. They're, they got like a really deep roster right now. I guess they're still working on probably cutting it down a little bit, but yeah, like as far as 
compared to some teams, like they have a super deep roster. It's, I mean, it's always solid. They bring back Antonella in, in goal. I mean, they got Steve Clark to back him up. Uh, what was the other guy that's not bad? This Jorge Morera kid, I guess. They brought him back, defender from Paraguay. I mean, it's not a bad team. Jorge yeah. Filifania, he's always pretty solid. So uh, they'll be there. They'll be yeah. mid, mid-table mid per usual, I'm sure. Four, yeah, they five got their range. vets, and then they got a lot of youth coming too. So that's they're just a good franchise. Right. They're one of the best franchises, I would say, in MLS history. Yeah. Um, Last year they had a bit of a down year. You know, they played all those, I think their first 12, they played on the road because their stadium was being renovated. Yeah. Fam, (laughs) what's up? Um, But, yeah, I would assume they get back to uh, the old ways and get back to the uh, probably Western Conference semis. I'm going to just make that that bold prediction. I would, uh, I might disagree with that. That's fair. Only because the, the next team that I would say is probably in there is a team that I had high hopes for in this past playoffs and was let down a little bit, but Minnesota. Yeah. I think Minnesota's still a good team. Um, I don't know how much they did in the offseason to get much better, but they didn't four. really they didn't really lose much. I um, mean... They still have the veteran in Alonzo, the Cuban. Ozzy, of course. Um, and Opara, hold him down that defense. As long as he stays healthy, he's one of the best defenders See, in the league. See, their defense is good. Yeah. It's it's where they're going to get scoring from is obviously always the biggest question with them. They signed this uh, Tomas Chacon, I guess. I don't know. I, I hate butchering people's names, but yeah, Chacon sounds Chacon. Yeah, I just remember from the major league pitcher Chacon. Tomas Chacon. He's a 19-year-old Uruguayan, and apparently they're relying on him. And obviously Chase Gasper, the U.S. international, they got pretty uh, high hopes for him. Also, but they did lose a lot of that scoring from last year. You know, Quintero, that nutcase, he's yeah. gone. Um, this Angelo Rodriguez is gone. And the young boy, this uh, the Abdu Dunlady, he's out. So, again, where are they going to get their scoring from? And they did lose Vito Minoni in net. He went back to Italy because um, the travel in between, you know, his family in Italy was a little too tough. So he's back in his home country. So that's a big loss too. So yeah, I think that's where we differentiate here because I think they barely sneak in the playoffs. I think they take a step back in their fourth season. I like this kid, Aaron Schoenfield though, that he didn't get much time with them last year. Came over from Tel Aviv. He was a crew Columbus crew guy. Um, he might be the veteran that steps up and scores for him. He's around 29 years old. Right. Or they, I mean, they got a few young strikers, I don't know. I, I see him moving, continue to move forward as long as guys like Ike and uh, Alonzo can stay healthy. Yeah, because they just need somebody to put the ball in the net. They do. I guess. They do. And this is the biggest question mark going in. We shall see. Uh, what about uh, sporting this year? Obviously, they made probably one of the bigger splashes with uh, getting Alan Polito yeah, from Liga MX. That's big for them, but I don't know if they can just rely on that. That's the big question. Yeah. <laughs> because they're relying on, you know, obviously their defense is getting up there in age in the 30 range with Zussi and Beasler still there. They need to rely on Johnny Russell in the middle. The uh, I believe he's Scottish. He's been pretty good the past whatever years he's been there. 
and also my young buck, John Luca, John Luca Busio. Yeah. I think this is the year he needs to make a big step up and maybe get his, you know, name called to the US team here pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, 17 years old. He's a young Be kid, turning but 18 soon and he's got he played a little bit last year and he he showed some flashes of brilliance, so Again, it's it all depends on really if Polito can get up there. I mean, he's probably a, a dark horse for the Golden Boot race, would you it, say? He could be, yeah. And he's been one of those guys that's had a very interesting career, um, you know, coming up in the ranks with the Mexican national team and things like that. Right. Kind of rocky at some points. He can be a bit of a head case. Don't know if it's going to be enough. Um, but he's played, you know, played a year at Olympiacos, and he's been around. What last was that Guadalajara? So yeah, yeah. I mean, he could definitely, definitely make a run for it because where else are they going to get scoring from? Yeah. So um, they're going to rely heavy probably on him. I mean, they have to. That was their problem really last year. They couldn't get the scoring when need needed, and I'm pretty sure they missed the playoffs last year, right? Uh, where did they? Unless they snuck in there last year. I felt like they got a game in the playoffs. I could be wrong. I think it might have been the first time they missed in a little bit, but I could be also off my own rocker here. Oh, who did they just? And they got Winston Reed. I was Remember just going to, yeah, Reed? they got old Winston Reed on the loan. The old uh, West Ham Yeah, the old defender. hamster. That's not a bad pickup. Probably sure up their uh, center back pairing with, I guess, Beasler. Yeah. But, yeah, it's for them, again, it's, it's going to be, you know, Polito's probably going to get his – it's just who's going to be that secondary dude because they had Christian Nemeth there for, I think, last year for a little bit and the year before, but now he's gone. So it's like, well, yeah, someone's got to step up. Yeah, it could be a kind of a rebuild for them. And I think they're probably on that MLS playoff line, probably teetering. They might be able to get that last spot. Maybe not. Yeah, who knows what some of these other teams, I mean – Nashville's obviously a big question mark. Yeah, being a new team. Mm-hmm. Um, San Jose. I mean, I think if it's that, it's going to be this team, Real Salt Lake, probably. I was going to say, yeah, they're probably the next best because Vancouver's. After that, I'm. It's. I think the West pretty much drops off after. Yeah, once you get out of the top three, even. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, kind of. Again, it's. I think it's a down year for the West. I. Going through the teams, I, it was hard for me to be like, oh, this team's going to make the playoffs. Like, everybody was – even I had Dallas, like, kind of on that, like, all right, they're a good team, but can they yeah. compete with the LAFCs and the Seattle? Probably not. No. I'm I trying mean, to – I'm looking to see if Vancouver did anything. They didn't really do much. No, I mean, the, I, I mean, the Rapids, you know, they got Keegan Rosenberry from Philly. He's a pretty good player. Oh, yeah, Kellen Acosta, he's not bad. Yeah. He ain't a bad player. Kai Kamara is on the squad. 35 years young, Yeah, Kai Kamara. That's hard to believe. And they really like this kid from Denmark, this Yunus Namely. Andre Shizienski. That's true. Shinyashiki is... Shinyashiki, uh, yes. He won Rookie of the Year last year. Yeah. Can he continue, or will he's he like have a, home, a sophomore He's slump? a homegrown kid. Yeah, I suppose. He was... Uh... He has some Bra- he he has Brazilian ties. Colorado Springs Switchbacks. Yeah. And the Denver Pioneers. So, I mean, he's pretty much come up he is. in the Colorado area and 24 years old. He's Brazilian, so he's technically an international, yes. which doesn't make sense. But I, 
this whole internet, I don't we we could get into that whole I know. That, we could do a whole show on that. I know. Because there's internationals that don't count towards it international money and then there's guys that do that really aren't internet. I yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean Colorado also got my boy Austin Trusty from the Union. Yeah. To kind of compete for their center back position. I mean, Houston, they'll probably miss the playoffs. They got good old Tab Ramos at the helm. <laughs> So I'm sure they'll do just great. <laughs> they did get Quintero from Minnesota United, but he's also a goddamn head case. So oh, yeah. you never know where you're going to get with him. Yeah. Obviously, Albert Ellis and um, Mauro Manotas have I mean, put the ball in the net. I think but... I'm going to have to take in a Houston game this year when I go visit the kids. Uh... Dude, I went out there for the Union um, U.S. Open Cup final in Houston. It's, I don't know. Yeah. They're only a couple hours away. I figure I might as well before Austin FC starts because that's going to be the hometown team for them. You go and you tell me how it is. I will. <laughs> and I just wanted to give a quick shout-out going back to Vancouver. I have to. Um, kid defender, 25-year-old U.S. kid, Jacob Nerwinski. He's from the Robbinsville, New Jersey area. Nice. Played at Robbinsville. Um, one of my buddies and his father are actually really good friends. So there's been talks of trying to get him to Red Bull. Kind of get to his home team. Um, I know him and Timmy Parker have a good relationship, mm. um, but it has not been able to happen. He's still a uh, white caps defender, plays right back. Pretty solid kid. Hasn't really got any looks on the U.S. team. 25 at his age, probably won't at this point. He does his thing. He's an academy kid for them. He was with, uh, he's been in what, four years now. So just right quick, on. quick shout out to him. Shout-outs. Shout-outs um, Yeah, I mean, speaking of Vancouver, I don't – they got good old Freddie Montero. Yeah, they're they're just not that good. They're not good at all. Ever since, And then with Alfonso gone, I mean, they have nothing to really – The only really big on. move that Vancouver made was they signed one of their own, um, Lucas Cavallini. Yeah, I saw that. played for Puebla and Liga MX after uh, – playing in Canada. <laughs> Canadian internationally is from Mississauga, Ontario. Playing in Liga MX. I was like, wait. But apparently they're relying on him big time because he's a designated player this year. Yeah. So look out for uh, Lucas uh, Cavallini. And this Ebom Huang, Huang from last year. Dude was on fire there for a little bit. So i like to see what he does. But again, Vancouver probably going to miss the playoffs. And I would say the same thing about San Jose. It's basically a bunch of young, homegrown kids. Um, Jackson Yule obviously highlights that um, on the U.S. Uh, national team. He's I don't I'm pretty sure he got a cap this year. And good old this is um, Chris Wondolowski's uh, swan song. This is it. Yes. This is last year. He's uh, hanging him up, hanging it up after this year. So. I thought it was supposed to be last year, but... He just keeps coming back. He does. Son just, of a bitch. Just like, and we didn't really get a chance to talk about Real Salt Lake, but Mr. Kyle Beckerman as well. Uh, yep. Bringing his swan song at 37 years old. The old U.S. guard. Yeah, man, returning. And that team could be interesting. There, there's some talent. This Rusnak, Albert Rusnak kid's pretty good. They were a playoff team last year. Yeah, I think they're teetering, too, on that last spot, probably, I would say. They're probably, yeah. I feel like they find a way to probably U.S. Get in. International, Corey Baird, as well. They got, an, they got a Shekhorn, as well. It's a, 
18-year-old forward. Love it. Five seven hundred and thirty pounds. You oh, jeez! Get tossed around. You will get tossed. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. You don't want to come in that Red Bull middle. I can tell you that. Don't you Not do with it. them big boys. But. but yeah, going back to Wando. We yeah. We don't forget that sitter you missed in the World Cup. You fucker. Yeah. He's overrated. I'll never forget that. He's like the greatest MLS player of all time, though. I'll never forget that. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he let his country down. That's etched in my mind. You for let eternity. your country down. Fucking sitter against that was Belgium, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Payday. Last, <laughs> last but not least in the West, we have New Boys Nashville SC. SC. Um, basically, the roster is a who's who uh, of MLS uh, kind of journeymen. Yeah. David Akam, Julia Lanny Baba. Dominic Baji, old Colorado guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Annabelle Godoy. Oh, Derek Dax. Jones, good old uh, Philadelphia Union Academy product. Dax. Dax McCarty. <laughs> Daniel Lovitz from the Montreal Impact. Who is from Winmore, PA? I did not know that. Oh, strong. Uh, Jimmy Madranda. And Ken Tribbett, old U- <laughs> Union center back who sucks the big deke. Wow. <laughs> He just is not good at all, dude. He stinks. Wow. wow. Yeah. He Suarez somebody's cock. <laughs> <laughs> we finally got to drop it already. Uh, and Walker Zimmerman, sorry. Good old Walker Zimmerman. Poor guy gets traded to the best team to... Mm, we'll see who is the worst. But yeah, he could head up that defense, though. And that Nashville team does not look great on paper. It does not. It does not, but... You never know. Paper doesn't, you know, always determine. But good luck to all the Western Conference teams because you're going to need it because yeah. LAFC and Seattle are the cream of the crop. Oh, definitely. Um, Eastern Conference. Atlanta. What can you say? Pity Martinez said he wasn't in the right headspace last year. Okay. He looks good so far in their little CONCACAF uh, Champions League. And obviously, Joseph Martinez, he's going to score his goals this year. Ezekiel Barco, little guy, he'll be on the move, I'm sure, if he has a solid season. Guzan and goal. Guzan's still there. And this Miles Robinson kid, the U.S. international, has really stepped up for their right-back position last year. Yeah. So can he hold that down? And this Franco Escobar kid's legit, too. Yes. The Argentinian. Um, really, they only lost. I mean, Julian Gressel, that was a big loss for them getting traded to D.C., and this Gonzalez Perez guy uh, got shipped off the center back. And uh, I believe Pogba's brother is no longer there either. Yeah, it looks like he's gone. They replaced um, him with, it looks like, Anton Walks, mm-hmm. who was a Portsmouth guy one year with Spurs and then a couple years with Portsmouth. Okay, the name sounds actually pretty familiar. Yeah, he's uh, he's still young, 23 years old, mm-hmm. um, English national kid, big boy, 6'2", uh, big tall defender. So, I don't know, this team seems to just keep kind of – Turning them over and being one of the cream of the crops out in the east. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure they'll probably be back <laughs> to the Eastern Conference Finals. There's a really good chance, barring <laughs> a massive injury to Joseph Martinez or one of the Martinez's. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I would say that they're probably uh, 
looking to be tops again. Yeah, definitely. Um, the only team I would say, there were two teams I would say. Toronto, again, veteran team. Obviously, Michael Bradley back. Josie's back. <laughs> oh, that gave me chills. Uh, Michael Bradley will be out <laughs> the first couple months, though. I guess he had surgery in the offseason. And can Josie out the door actually stay healthy? But if not, uh, could this Pozuelo kid keep it going for his second year in the league? Last year, he absolutely destroyed it. He had a phenomenal year. Awesome year. year. And they bring in fucking Pablo Piatti. Yeah. Who I remember him when he was, when I first started playing FIFA, like religiously, like (laughs) six years ago. He was supposed to be this like wonder kid that he really never panned out, obviously. But he was apparently, you know, that's a big name. Oh, yeah. And now he's with Toronto, and the rich just get richer at this point. So Yeah, I mean, he's, the kid's played at Valencia. He's played at Espanol. He's played on big clubs. Um, so for them, that that's another big pickup. It's Again, I, I think Atlanta and Toronto, again, I think we're looking at another possible Eastern Conference final matchup for those two. Yeah. Osorio, he's another one, mm-hmm. another kid on that Canadian team. They got Marky Delgado, I think, still the U.S. international, back again. Yeah, um, yeah, they're 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 going to be competitive. Just every year, it's always you worry about these old guys, I guess, a little bit. But you know, Lawrence Simon, he's getting up there. I mean, Nick DeLeon. Like Josie won't even have to do much with Pozuelo and Piate available. They can Lavinga. they can kind of switch it up a little bit and Patty Mullins off the bench, obviously Osorio. Yeah, it's uh Zabaleta. It's gonna be a good one, man. It's it's they're gonna be tough. They're always uh they always got a pretty deep veteran squad, so I would assume the same this year. I think the only team that might give them a run is obviously uh NYCFC. They basically have the same team. Uh, you know, Heber comes back, uh, Ronald Matarizza, you know, Jesus Medina, uh, Maxi Morales. That's a good team. They just have a new coach, Ronnie Delia. I'm not talking about him. I know. I, Especially not today. Unfortunately, they are going to be there probably at the end. They are going to be there. but They have a lot of no-name, you know, Central Americans, South Americans that just get the job done. Yeah. I mean, last year they kind of shut the bed, and that forced um, Dominic um, Tarrant out uh, as coach. He was like, ah, "I'm good. I don't need this shit." Like, I used to be uh, Jose Mourinho's like right hand man. Yeah, it's like I don't need it. I'm good. So, new coach, same team. I would assume that they're gonna get back to the semifinals again. Just the East is kind of like, again. Good old Sean Johnson in goal. Sean Johnson, no neck Shawnee. Back in between the sticks. If everybody's not watching live. He's doing hand motions with stuff going on. Well, just to get the old cat out of the bag in case anybody doesn't know it, 6 o'clock today, they will be playing the second leg of their CONCACAF Champions League game. and They're playing not in their stadium because they don't have a fucking stadium because they're a joke and how do you make a team with no stadium and we're going to put them in the Yankee stadium yeah just to draw people and then that wasn't working because of scheduling so then they were going to play in City Field and that's even worse 
And now they don't have anywhere to play, so they have to play a game in Red Bull Arena against their crosstown rivals. The neighbors. And we don't fucking want them there. And there's protesters out front now, and if we weren't doing this show, I'd be right out there with them. We don't want you. We don't want you. The the, fuck out. They're up 5-3 after the first leg, so hopefully they find a way to choke this fucking game and get out of our stadium. Get the hell out of there. So we are all fans of, uh, I don't even know who they're playing. Who are they playing? San Carlos. I am a big San Carlos fan tonight. Mm -hmm. Me too. Get out. Please leave. That's all I have to say about NYFC. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's fair enough, man. Um, a team that des- I think really improved apparently this year in the off season. We got New England, the Revs. N- the other team, well, at least the team in the East, that every day I was seeing was making a moves. Move. Yeah. yeah. Well, Bruce Arena, it's his first full season as manager, <sighs> Mister Brucey. It's like the only negative to this team. <laughs> Good old Bruce, Bruce. Yeah. It's almost like, well, their big question is, can they make the big jump? You know, with all these big signings, you know, they got this uh, Gustavo Buya last year in the July uh, transfer window from Tijuana. Club Tijuana. The Cholos. That kid can play. He I, had nine goals in 14 games for the Revs last season. Being a Cholos fan, I can tell you I've seen firsthand he can play. So he can put the ball in the net. And then they got this Adam Buxa. 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 And Alex Butner. Remember Alex Butner from Man <laughs> yeah, United? Yeah, I was just looking at him. The former actually. Wonder Kid who yeah. sucked weenie. Another Netherlands uh, kid making his way over to the uh, MLS. So. And, of course, good old Diego Fagundes they bring back. Andrew Farrell in that basically wherever he wants to play in the back line. He could play center back. He could play right back. Yeah. And this Charles Hill, the guy that could put the ball in the back of the net as well last season for them. So... The Revs look pretty good on paper. Can they actually do it, though? That's my big question going forward for them. Because there's a lot of hype. The hype train is on New England, and the hype train is on this team, the Columbus Crew. Oh, big time. Big Caleb time. Porter, the man at in Portland, forced out. They pay a shit ton of money to Atlanta for Darlington Nagby, who they're going to expect a lot out of this season. Big Big Nagby fan. They pick up, you know, Fernando Adi from uh, Portland. They get this Pedro Santos DP kid coming in. They get Axel Soberg from the Rapids, who was a top, uh, I think he was two overall or three back in 2016, 15. And, of course, our uh, our blonde-headed skunk boy, Jesse Zardes. John Z. Leading the line. So, yes, again, another team that and looks actually, good on paper. That kid, Jordan Hamilton, he came over late from uh, Toronto. Okay, yeah. So he had a very limited time. He only had seven starts last year, um, 11 appearances, I guess, total, or 11 substitutions, I guess. Um, so he's another one. He's kid on that Italian, or, uh, Canadian team mm-hmm. that took down the U.S. He could put the ball in the net. So. But, yeah, both those teams look to be much improved and apparently are going to be pretty good on paper. Yeah. They just got to put it on the field. And I'm not ready to crown both of them, you know, as, you know, four or five, three, four or five seeds. I'm I'm not ready to put that. Yeah, the East is tough once you get, you know, past Atlanta. Because, I mean, we get to my boys. 
and the Philadelphia Union. They actually won a playoff game last year against the Red Bull. I'm sorry. Great game. It was. Probably the best game I've been at live in my life. Shitting my pants from the beginning because you get down 2 nothing and then 3-1 to one and somehow come back and win. I was the only one making noise in that entire stadium for about a half oh, hour. Man. It was brutal. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, questions are going to be, you know, can Casper Shabelko, can he continue what he did last year with scoring over 16 goals? You know, can Aronson, Fontana, Mark McKenzie, two of those guys recently got their first call-ups to the big uh, U.S. men's national team. Can they take the next step? Jamiro Montero, we signed him back from FC Mets in France. He was awesome last year for us. Can he continue that with the loss of Harris Madunian into Cincinnati? Can our big signings, Jose Martinez, El Berjo, as they call him, Jacob Gleisnes, the Norwegian, the big blondie, and Matthew Otovitz filling in for Harris Madunian. And so the question is, can all these new guys gel together? Resigning well, Ilsenio, Skilsenio is back as well. A lot of question marks. A lot of question marks. A lot of question marks with that team. But they're a good team, and they're well coached. Jimmy is winning the hearts of Philly fans very little by little, but I think with Ali Bedoya still there, being the captain, I think that obviously in the East you could probably make the playoffs, but I think it all depends on if these guys can step up, the youngsters, and the new boys can gel. Yeah. Is really what it's going to come down to. You can't be falling behind big in playoff games like that. No. It's the defense. The defense is yeah. going to be, you know, you know, we're getting old. Ray Gaddis has played a, a shit ton of games. And we have young center backs who can be stupid at times. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, it's The playoffs are there, but to say that Columbus and New England are going to be better in the long run, I'd still, I'm still waiting for that because they haven't done it. Right. Columbus has been terrible, and so is New England. Yeah. And we at least were actually pretty good. We had our best season last year at the Union. So Yeah, Columbus has been in a bit of a rebuild over the last couple of years, so. That four, five, six is going to be, I think, just jumbled up. Yes. Anything can happen. But this other team, D.C., no no Wayne Rooney. He's not walking through the door. He's not. Luciano Acosta, gone. The little guy's out. They never Paul, got Ozil. Never got Ozil. <laughs> struck out there. Paul Ariel tears his ACL. Yeah. He, he He's their best player. He's done. He's done for a while. They pick up this Edison Flores guy from uh, Liga MX, and then they trade for Julian Gressel. Yeah. And unfortunately, as top, you know, top heavy as, as both the East and the West are, I think D.C. can – it's going to be D.C. and the Red Bull probably battling it out for, like, that seventh spot. For some of these, yeah. I, I don't even know if Red Bull is going to do that, but we'll, <laughs> I'm hopeful when we get to them. I mean, it's uh, – I don't know. It's a D.C. team that – they may – I mean, Julian Gressel, that's a good pickup, no doubt. Yeah. The Flores guy, it's same thing with all these guys coming in from MX. You know, can they score? Ola Kamara is their best – that's true. I was going to say, he's their best shot. That was a nice pickup for them. For sure. Um, but he's been a journeyman, too. I mean, he's been everywhere. Right. So. 
He's a, he can he's very inconsistent, so I, I wouldn't count on him either. No, and he's getting up there too. He's he's hit that thirty number, so he's not like a spring chicken anymore. Right, but I mean, hey, your boys are going to be right there, you know. Yeah, let's talk about them, I guess, real quick. We'll go into the. I mean, you got to be upset that they didn't really do anything in the off season. I am. I guess the Red Bull way is to build through the academy, and they do again have generally one of the best academies. Um, in the game, Ryan Mirror has been patiently sitting behind Victor Robles now for quite some time. A long time. Um, seems to be an underrated goalie. We'll see what he does in his shot. They did. Uh, they got this David Jensen kid uh, from Denmark who it looks like is going to also compete for some opportunities. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how sold they are on Mirror. Obviously, he's been there a long time. But to bring in a 27-year-old uh, Denmark goalie, first time in the MLS, that's got to tell you they're probably not 100% sold that he can be number one. Um, the defense, it's taken a hit. It looks like they're going to tweak some things. Obviously, Timmy's still back there, great defender. Um, but Kamar's gone. He's not coming back. Uh, and it looks like they're going to try and transition long back to maybe some midfield play. Interesting. I don't know what their plan is here. Your boy, your favorite, Reese Buckmaster. Buckmaster's got to start, I Buckmaster's probably going to start. Kyle Duncan's possibly going to take the spot of Kamar. I do like him. Good young wing back. Alejandro Romero Gamara. Kaku. Kaku, he's, always a guy. He's back. Saw a nice training video of uh, him and my man Danny Royer. A lot's going to fall on Danny Royer's shoulders. Big time Danny Royer year. Um, and then Z- R- Zapchitsky. Rachelsky. Mark Rachowski. He's a naughty boy we're, out there. We're going into what is basically his second, third year with the team now. Um, From Bochum. So I don't know this. And uh, Simsy. Sims, I like Sims. He took the knock. I think that was the game changer, honestly. He was naughty in, in that, that playoff game. In that game. playoff game, once he took the knock and couldn't return and they had to start making early subs, that kind of hurt them a little bit. Uh, this Matthias Jorgensen kid, who they brought in last year, 19 years old, um, didn't really get much time last year. I'm hoping that through some training he's been getting an opportunity because it's time for some youth because Sean Davis is getting up there. You got Barlow starting up top. Yeah, I, I'm hoping, honestly, I like Tom Barlow, <laughs> but he's just like a big doof. Like, I don't know. I'd rather this Christian Casieras junior kid take over that spot. Nice 20-year-old kid that seemed to be able to find the goal last year. Um, an academy came up with Red Bulls, too. He's now, you know, with the big team. I would – rather see him i don't know he's more my style of play mm-hmm. tom barlow's like eh he's not very exciting i guess he finds a way to score but yeah he's not flashy he's, I'm a, gonna, big, he's I'm, a big target i'm gonna miss bradley obviously because yeah. that's my guy um, i'm gonna miss kamar him and kamar that's a big loss and, and lewis robles obviously yeah i mean your three biggest players over the last five some years are all gone so it's like you got to start over. You got to start fresh. You got some some guys that have been there. Moyle's still around. Alex um, Moyle. Omir Fernandez looks like he could be a bit of a player. I, I don't know. I Brian White, he stepped in when Bradley was hurt at one point, played pretty well. That's not true. But uh, 
I don't even know where to put them at this point. <laughs> I'm going to start off pretty optimistic, I guess, because it's my squad. We get to start off with Cincinnati. Should be a pretty easy first game. Tough. Hopefully. That shit franchise. I said it. Said it and don't forget it. But, yeah, that's really all I got to say about them. I mean, what about Montreal, your boy, Henri? Yeah. I'm t- Getting a head coaching job with uh, the Montreal Impact. I was hoping, I- I was hoping Red Bull would have given him that job because Armas was eh. But, yeah, it's a, it's a new start for the Montreal Impact. They, they got a legend at the helm. Their team is not good. They got a French legend, which is great for Montreal, and they have an MLS legend. So they got Boyan Kirkic. I hope. And the Lassie Lapalainen, the kid who's a stud Finnish kid. Him and Puki are going to be running shit for <laughs> Finland. I hope they give Thierry some time and understand what he's coming into and what. He's got to work with now and give him the opportunity to kind of bring in a new culture, make some changes. I saw some of the uh, experts, experts, uh, air quotes here, were saying that one of the first coaches to get fired was going to be Henri. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. It was like Chris Armas and Henri were the most popular to get canned. Well, Armas, yeah, because... Ever since, because uh, I'm pretty sure Jesse I thought left, everyone thought just... Armas got fired last year. Yeah, after the playoff game, and then all of a sudden he wasn't fired. Yeah, because ESPN even reported he was like Chris Armas fired after playoff game. Yeah, and then it's like no, he's not. No, we still like you. It's like oh man, I thought the union got another coach canned. <sighs> I wish they would have. That'd have been great. You really should have got fired after that game. Yeah, because everything he's done wasn't with his doing it was all jesse's doing and he kind of took us down like once jesse left two years ago we really should have beat atlanta that team was poised to beat atlanta yeah that was a beast team and that was still in the two-leg format and unfortunately they didn't um and then last year was just a hell of a ride it was so up and down it was bradley couldn't stay healthy so i i don't know i don't want to go back off on them but, yeah, but I don't think Montreal's they're, they're not, not doing the much. Orlando's probably not doing much. I don't think Orlando's going to do shit, honestly. I mean, Dom Dwyer's hasn't stepped up at all. Nani. Nani's still there. Right? Nani's back, yep. He's back Chris, Mul- Chris Mueller I really like. Young kid. Yeah. Yuri Rosell's been there. Junior Urso has been around. But, I mean, yeah, it's... No, they're Back not. in Delhi, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Nothing that, it's not a great team. No. Chicago's interesting. Chicago Chicago's a whole seems to be interesting. They re, New logo. New logo looks like a child drew it. They've kind of moved on from these big aging international players. Shiny's gone. Yeah. Nikolic is gone. Gone. Katai's gone. It's kind of like. They bring in the Slovenian. Dax is out. He's <laughs> bringing the Slovenian uh, Lewandowski, Robert Barich. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's sad. And they brought this Gaston Jimenez kid in. Not really a kid. He's 28, but he's a big midfielder from Argentina. Johan Kapelhoff, yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot of turnover Georgi on Mahatovic, this the U.S. international. C.J. Sapong, he scored his goals last we year. Jonathan Bornstein. <laughs> Bornstein. He's 35 years old. Holy cow. He used to be on the U.S. team. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Ed, you know, they 
get rid of their coach, Payunovic. He they weren't very good last year. Yeah. I do not foresee them to be very good this year either. No, this kid Lukas St- uh, Stankovic. Stankovic. Yep. He could be worth an eyeball, maybe. But that's yeah, about it. Nothing from me here. <laughs> and last but not least, the wonderful organization that is FC Cincinnati to round us out. Uh, not last. No? No. We forgot about probably the most important who did I forget? Team in the East, Miami. Oh, Inter Miami, yeah. Yeah, but we'll we'll, we'll go back to them. Okay, I'm sorry. Cincinnati, it's Cincinnati. okay. Cincinnati's going to be quick. I mean, that's that franchise is just not trending in the right direction. They lose a coach um, right before the season starts here because of some racist things yep. said that he backtracked on. But there's been a lot of confirmation that he was basically BSing on his backtrack and that he really. Came a little stronger. He on. just really is a racist. He's just really a racist. Uh, good old Maddox. Uh, he's in trouble. He's with in the law. S- he's in some legal trouble. So who even knows what his status is going to be? But yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the plus thing they did get Simon Diong on a free transfer. Yeah, the old Ajax lad who was supposed to be really good when he was a youngster. He's now thirty-one. Greg Garza. I was going to say Garza. Uh, this Mathieu Desplanches. Yep, and they brought in another uh, former Dutch wonder kid, Jurgen Lokadia. Yeah, big they, old big boy. They got a few Dutch, Mikael Vanderwerf. Mm-hmm. They got Kakuta Mane. I can't believe he was only twenty-five still. Yeah, <laughs> he came in so young. Harris Madunian, and they got in the uh, expansion draft from the Philadelphia Union. Uh, Jimmy McLaughlin, former Union Academy player. Caleb Stanko, who tried to be on the U.S. International, didn't work out. And Kendall Watson, good old uh, Costa Rican defender. Big old mother jumbo. Yeah. So, again, they finished, I think, dead last last year, I think. Yeah, they were they were bad. And I would assume the same thing this year. They were bad. They've been bad since uh, the U.S. sell. Just... Great support. Great support. They have great support, and that's why they got a franchise. It's fantastic right. for them because, I mean, really, what you, else yeah. are you going to do in Not Cincinnati? Not taking away from them. No one's but. going to watch the Bengals. It's a tough sports the town. The Reds. It's a tough sports town. Yeah. Like, <laughs> at least people are going to go. Oh, man. And then I guess less. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry about Inter-Miami if there's fans even out there. Yeah, there's got to be one so I far. I apologize. Yeah. David Beckham. I'm sorry, David Beckham. Yeah, you should apologize to David Beckham. Sorry. <laughs> they added Pizarro. That was their big name. Yeah. Rodolfo. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, again, like a who's who. Like Juan Aguadello they have. A.J. De La Garza they got. They got Jerome Kesviter, who I thought they made was some... supposed to be pretty good at Youth International. Or he had his opportunity to be on the, the men's national team. Um, your boy Will Trap. Will Trap, of course, that's, my that's, man's. That's, that's your best buddy, Lee Win. Good old Lee. I like Lee Win. He's old though. J Mac Daddy's gonna back up Luis Robles in goal. They did pick up that kid from Celtic, uh, Morgan. Yes, too. they did. So I mean, Lewis Morgan. I think I think they've constructed a competitive roster. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. 
Alvis Powell, the Jamaican. If this team finds a way to maybe nab that seventh spot in the playoffs in year one. I don't know. There's some good veteran leadership there's a mixed lot of, with some youth. There's a lot of guys that you know, but it's all dudes that are like teetering off. This team's going to come into coaching. If they can get coached up right and put in the right positions, as you never know. You know a lot of names, but it's like, it's like I don't know. They had the number one pick in the draft. I mean, I mean Lee Wynn's 33 years old. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're expecting Lee Wynn to light the world on fire. A.J. De La Garza's 32. To be a good holding midfielder for them. Juan Aguadelo stinks. <laughs> Jerome Kisfitter, I, not good. I mean, Diego Alonso's not a big coach, though. Roman Torres from Seattle, he's 33. Will Trap, you know how I feel about Willie. He took uh he was the Monterey coach. Yeah, I, I don't from know. From Liga MX. I mean he he's he's played in big games. He's he's gotten teams up and it's just tough to construct this random bunch of misfits of the MLS and be competitive. It is, but I'm sure uh I'm sure Beckham will get in there and make sure that Maybe get a season or two under the belt and they'll get a big time uh Oh, they'll get somebody. Yeah. I honestly, I was really. I thought Chicharito was going there without a doubt, but I guess the lights. I think he saw LA. the lighting writing on the wall. It's like, well, who else am I playing with? Right. Oh, Will Trap. Yeah. Well, L.A. gives him the chance to compete right away, and at his age, he kind of needs to be able to compete right away. Miami would have been a project. He would have scored a lot of goals, but people also care about the Galaxy. I'm shocked that sports aren't a thing in Miami at all. Yeah. The baseball team struggles. I'm sure the soccer team will I think the soccer team will do bit. better than the baseball team, though. Mm. We'll see. But, yeah. Just because Beckham's name's attached to it and the South American flair down there. but Again, nobody goes to Miami to watch football or, or yeah, football, too. Yeah. Football, football, or baseball, or soccer. They go down to go to the beach. Yeah. And watch and Jimmy Butler. Go to the clubs, yeah. Watch just, Buckets. Yeah. Terrible Even that Sixers. is tough. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's the uh, that's our MLS thing. Yeah. That's our, our broad kind of overview of the league. We don't want to go over what we've already done. Or no. We'd be here forever, but. Yeah, and once the season starts, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about them. Yeah. Especially once Prem kind of winds down and. That'll be the thing that we'll kind of transition yeah. more towards MLS. And, you know, obviously the Euros will be going on in, uh, what, July? June. Yeah, summer, summer, June-ish, June, June July. July. So, yeah, it's uh, the MLS. We Again, we kind of started this thing when the MLS was kind of on the tail end of it. So now that we have a full season, we can obviously – Talk about it more when the Prem ends in May. And, you know, we'll give a little bit more sort of narrow down predictions as we kind of have a feel for the league. Yeah. <laughs> the first two months are under the belt. Because at this point, it's like, all right, well, we kind of know the top four teams in the league itself, but. Yeah. Anything can change. Anything can happen. Yeah. Speaking of, just I've been wanting to break it, but I didn't want to break into the MLS. Yes, transitioning into Champions League. City. Really quick. I saw I saw Big the update comeback. and I wanted to say something, but I didn't want to I didn't either. Flow the 
fuck the flow up. Yes. So big comeback for City. City. Takes a two one victory on the road. That's pretty much two it. road goals. Uh, Sergio Ramos gets a red, so he will not be available oh, for the next game either. So my City pick is looking better and better. My Madrid prediction is looking shit by the day. Yeah, I can't. That's I'm gonna, it. That's... I'm going to go back. I recorded this one, so I'm going to go back and watch it. I want to see how these goals came about. It looks like Gabriel Jesus in the 78th, followed by a De Bruyne penalty in the 83rd, and then Sergio Ramos in the 86th with the red card. So it was probably in some argumentative rebuttal to the PK and probably did something stupid like Sergio Ramos does. I mean, he's no stranger to red cards. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, big. Yeah, that kills that tie right there. Big that's, win that's there, and, and Lyon held on for the one nothing home victory. So, But, again, they can go Very to, similar to Liverpool. They're probably going to have back. to play in an empty stadium, the way things are going there. Yeah, Italy. They've already announced some Juve and, what, Inter this weekend, right? It's behind closed doors. Behind closed doors, yeah, and... It, Going the, uh, forward, coronavirus is spread to what northern oh, it's, Italy? It's spreading all over Italy. Yeah, gotta close your doors, man. Gotta close those doors. It's in every country, uh, every continent, but Antarctica now. There was a case in Brazil today, so shit is real. Shit is real. <laughs> but um, yeah, before we go on, um, obviously yesterday we'll quickly touch on the uh, Chelsea Bayern game. Obviously Bayern with a big win on the road, three nothing. And that pretty much seals up that. Yeah. For uh, Chelsea, unfortunately, um, like I said, um, Brian and I were talking off air, and it was just the lack. The fact that Chelsea didn't make any moves in the January window is just going to come back to just kill them. Killer. In Champions League and in the Prem, it's just going to be that's that's the kiss of death because. Guess who scored for Napoli that was available for pretty cheap? Dries Mertens. Dries Mertens. Saw that. So, you know, Serge Gnabry gets two. Yeah. And That kid's a beast. That's just going to wrap that up. Chelsea, Chelsea's whole thing, the whole season, they're not clinical around the net. Yeah. They get in pretty good opportunities, but they were successful when Tammy and Mason Mount looked really good. And I think the just the schedule of the prem and the physicality of the prem i think has really took a toll on some of these young kids who just don't have the experience as i told and you're our, seeing it i told our twitter follower who got all pumped up after the chelsea spurs game and said london was blue i said yeah for a day and it was turning back red and arsenal turned it red and Byron kept it, is, it, kept it redder. <laughs> it is now officially red. Yes. But, yeah, the it's it uh, three weeks' time. It'll be back at the Allianz in Munich, and it's, uh, it's basically gonna, Chelsea throwing everything into the wind. It's and a tough mountain to climb. Hoping Byron doesn't counter you real quick like they showed in this last you need, in the you, first leg. Here. You need three unanswered just to draw extra time. And who knows where that's coming from from Chelsea? For yeah, and you got to be able to stop somebody. And the way Chelsea's defenses look, you're not stopping that offense. Even with Lev out, they'll just probably put Thomas up in the forward spot this time. It's no good. Yeah, but yeah. Also yesterday, Napoli and Barcelona drew one-one at in Naples. Obviously, like I mentioned, Dries Mertens gets the goal, and I believe it was Griezmann who scored for Barcelona. Yes. 
So Barcelona is probably pretty damn happy with taking a 1-1 back to the Camp Nou. Yeah. In they, three weeks' time. They did get a late red from Vidal, so they won't have him for the next. But, again, a I man mean, Vidal's not the catalyst of Barcelona. And he's never been stranger to red cards either. No. So it's, uh, again, a very similar situation where a team that's supposed to win loses by a goal or ties where they're like, we're going back home. And yeah. The first leg is just I have no might f- not matter. They have no fear. But I don't know. I, I still... I'm not counting Napoli out. I made that pick. I would say if Messi doesn't come big, it's going to look tough on him because they're going to bow out in the 16. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. This team is just a ton of talent and can't. And I'm I'm pretty sure PK picked up a yellow, so he misses the second leg. And I think Busquets as well. That's. Or they both picked up Knox. That's going to be – I'm telling you, this is all working for – an entrance for Pep. It's like struggles. Exactly. Barca continues to struggle in big tournaments. City gets the ban. Pep goes home. <laughs> He's coming home. He's coming <laughs> I keep home. saying it. I keep the writing is on the wall. Tell the world the that writing, Pep's coming He's, home. They're gonna make a Champions League run, and then realize that that's not gonna be able to happen anymore. And all that shit that he talked, oh, we could be in the second tier English. I'm not going anywhere. Bullshit. By 2021, he will not. I was going to say, talk about a hit to your uh, your legacy if you coach a League Two side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really want to, like, sit it's behind br- Liverpool in the Prem and then play Europa League games? Like It would that- be a burning ship, and he would just go down with it. Yeah. Like, get your Carabao Cup win. Get yeah. your little trophy there, and because uh, most likely that's probably going to happen. I mean, Villa could, but if like, they can get back past Madrid, which seems like they're going to do, yeah, who knows? Yeah, they were the favorite. They were they, odds they, wise. They were on when the odds came out when the sixteen was dropped. They were ranked the favorite, and I were. think those were even bolstered once the suspension came out. Yeah, so we'll see. I yeah. Um, I guess we could just we we talked a lot about um, the prem on our Saturday show. Obviously, it was live. Right. Yeah, Sunday yeah. there was two blowouts, a couple three nothings that we kind of both saw coming. I think. Um, and then I think probably the one of the games of the weekend was the Gunners. It's been a long time since I said they've been involved in the game of the weekend. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, big big win for them. So I was happy to see that. I'll be yeah, in. nice 3-2 win over the Toffees, which, hey, hey, I mean, Arsenal's playing really good. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a lot a, better. It's a come from Arteta. behind victory. They let up an early goal, first minute, and I'm like, oh, here we go. Eddie, my man Eddie, welcome Eddie back. Ya. He's looking really good in that spot. And then, obviously, Obama Yang, another smart move by Arteta, found a way to kind of pretty much move him to a midfield position mm-hmm. and get all his firepower onto the field in one shot. Pierre seems to be bought in right now, which is good to possibly keep him. Right now. And uh, puts him up in the tie with the golden boot race, like we yeah. said, could happen very easily in one day. So it's uh, I guess it's a good time to be an Arsenal fan again. Everyone's happy, I think. Uh, For the most in part. In North London. 
And then uh, we almost saw some crazy shit on Monday. I know. West Ham was hanging with the big boys. Everybody's written West Ham off. I think uh, it was West Ham's best game in like two months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it actually looked pretty decent. And unfortunately, um, they had a 2-1 lead. And I think it was Robbie Musto who said if uh, – and I was thinking the same thing, to be honest. If Liverpool ties this game, they win this game. Yeah. And sure enough, they get the tie. The fans start to turn. And just that momentum. and There's just way too much firepower on that team. Oh, my God. It's – it's ridiculous. They they couldn't taint this season by losing to a bad West Ham team. No. Even drawing. I didn't see them drawing that game. I always felt like no matter what, they were finding a way to win that game. Well, like we've been saying, when they have their little, you know, struggle, the good teams find ways to win. Yeah. And they just keep and you could tell, ways to win. You know, when they were down, <laughs> it's like you know that they're going to come back. Yeah. You can just feel it. Yeah. And, of course, they get a 3-2 win, and, you know, West Ham was like, yes, you know, we might actually win this. Oh, man. Oh, we might actually get a nice point. Oh, point right now would be something. And Couldn't even get that. It's just West Ham being West Ham. Yeah. Well, that's that solid goal. you got to make that save. Yeah. You've got to oh, make geez, that save. Yeah. And then, I mean, right there's nothing the you're wickets. doing about the money goal, so... I mean, Fabianski is cr- trash. Yeah, he's garbage. <laughs> I bet they were really, they really hoped they had your boy back, your your backup, or uh, not your back, uh, Liverpool's backup. That's who was there last year, right? Who came in uh, for Allison earlier this year? Adrian. Adrian. That's who West. Yeah, he was West Ham's number one. Last yes, year, yes, yes, so, yes. He was. Yes. So they were missing him. He was probably sitting over there like, I'm about to get some. I was like, yeah, I got some how many, trophies. How many trophies do I have right now? <laughs> yeah, I've already got like two this year. <laughs> oh, Fabianski. Yeah. Former Arsenal lad, right? Yeah, bum. Well. Bum. We did say he was a poo head. Yes. But, uh, yeah. Poo head. Who says that? <laughs> Boy, have you lost your mind because I'll help you find it. Um, but, yeah. So I guess to uh, finish out, we can talk about the uh, weekend coming up. Yeah, it's going to be a weird prem. weekend. A couple postponements due to Carabao Cup. Um, Friday, Norwich, Leicester. Yeah, I mean, Jesus. Just the test just get tougher and tougher for Norwich. I, I feel like these bad teams are just like running the gauntlet now. Yeah. <laughs> and the ones that aren't, that are going to have to run it in a couple weeks, good luck. Hopefully you're grabbing your wins now, which a lot of them aren't. They're not even grabbing draws. All these bottom teams, nobody wants points. No, it's uh, it's like no, you, you go down. No, you go yeah. down. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, I mean, I don't know. Not much to talk about in that game. I mean, Leicester, they haven't been super impressive. No, <laughs> as of late. I don't know what's the deal, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe a little bit of overachieving early in the year. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we were saying Brendan Rodgers was the fucking manager of the year. Hands down, he was. He for sure. But He, yeah. he was. At one point, they were just nipping on the heels of Liverpool. That ship has uh, left the harbor. Yeah, that's Chris Wilder or Jurgens to one or the other. Yeah, basically. It just depends on where Sheffield finishes, probably. 
Yes, sir, so, my man. Yeah, we're gonna have. I don't know. I guess are we gonna do picks? Like I'm looking at these matchups, and I'm always down to make some some predictions and some picks. But not that I want to deter people from watching this league at all any time. But the some of the best matchups have been postponed, unfortunately. And some of these other ones, I mean, some of these teams need to really roll. Probably Brighton Palace. I thought Brighton Palace would be a pick. That's got to be a pick. I'm looking at all of them. That's got to be a pick. That's the breakfast game. That is our game. And yeah, it's going to kill me because it's going to make conflicting because I promised I wouldn't pick Palace at all anymore. But how could you pick Brighton? How could I pick Brighton, especially because I'm the one that has Brighton getting oh, relegated? A, you're in a you're in a pickle. I'm in a fucking pickle. That's usually when the draw card comes out. But pickle boys. I guess I think I have to pick first this week. I think last week you picked game one first. Okay. So, I mean, Pal- just, Palace, you got to win this game, just right? Just gives me time to actually. Think about. But Brighton's been drawing and drawing and drawing and drawing. They have been getting po- a point. They have been getting a point. Neither of them are great defenders. Fuck, man. Palace doesn't ever score more than one goal. One. I'm going to uh, 1-1 one, one draw. <laughs> yeah, I love that seagull noise. I don't know where, where the hell I found that. <laughs> that sounds like a... To be true to our Crystal Palace DC brethren, I won't pick them. I don't want Brighton to get a point because that fucks up my end of the years, but I'm going to go 1-1 draw. Yes, that is my pick. There you go. I'll draw card out. Out, done. First game. Um, out. You're right. Brighton has been at least drawing. And Palace, you can't figure him out. You just can't figure him out. <laughs> like, I want to pick Palace so bad, but... They haven't been much better. No, they're and they're a pretty bad road team. They're at least decent at home. Man. Dare I say Brighton gets a 2-1 win? Do Can't it. believe I'm doing it. Again, I'm sorry to the uh, the Palace DC guys. Because <laughs> usually when I do pick you, you win. Yeah. Do it. No, I can't. You been you were on fire last weekend, too. I was. I took a dive again. <laughs> that was nine-point weekends for me. Just bridge the gap. Yeah. After your... What did I get? A whole point? Yes. All weekend? Yeah. So it was an eight plus eight weekend for you? And yeah. And I was already down three? So it's back to 11? Yes. Fuck. Yeah. Good thing I'm good at math. Woohoo. Woohoo. Not a woohoo. You blew it! I did. <laughs> uh, My but picks yeah. weren't bad. No, you were... I mean, we were pretty, we were pretty spot on. It's just yeah. off a goal. Yeah. You were... <laughs> you were right on. I know. Um, so ten o'clock, our usual slate. We got you, Bournemouth versus did you, Chelsea. Did you go two one? Yeah, two one. Uh, Brighton. Oh wow! I, I didn't know if that was official or not. That's official. That you was... kind of talked around it. I didn't... <laughs> well, I didn't. I know. That's fine. No, let's lock it in. I didn't want to lock say. In the goals. I didn't want to say Brighton or. <laughs> I don't want to say Palace because yeah. I don't know. You're not wrong. I, yeah. I probably, if I wasn't picking a draw, I was probably going to pick Brighton in this one. Putting some that. faith in uh, Malpaw now that he yeah. got on the board for the first time <laughs> in forever. But, uh, yeah, 10 o'clock we got Bournemouth at the Vitality hosting the uh, Chelsea boys. Last time these two teams played, 
not a very good result for Chelsea. Dan Gosling. Dan Gosling in a one nothing Bournemouth win at the bridge. So, and I really see probably same type of score. Really, I could see like one one draw probably. You're Chelsea that- doesn't score. Who the hell is going to be the striker? Drew or Bash? Why? They both ha- are not very good. You got to go with Drew. Yeah, you almost have to. You got to go with that exact same lineup that you ran out against uh, Tottenham. Yeah, like why not? It worked. Yeah, it's it's, it's bad. It's they're missing Pulisic. Is I don't even know. Yeah, where he is. It's uh, Conte's hurt. Conte's losing. Missing Conte's. I mean, he's the best holding midfielder in the world. And I don't know world. if you know Tamori's in Lampard's doghouse or what the fuck's going on there. Yeah. But he loves Christensen over Tamori. And I thought Tamori played great earlier in the season. So, And I didn't realize when I was watching um, the replay of the Champions League game that Williams at, at the end of his contract. Yeah, he's, all, so he's out. So pretty much, yeah, that, that move with uh, Zayic. And that's a, it's big that Pulisic gets back fit, man, because that yeah. spot is there for him. I know. And if you could get him and a kid like Zayic on the wing and get a, a a reliable striker, not that Tammy won't be in time. Yeah, he's cooled off big time. He's cooled off. He's young. Um, it, it happens. I don't know, man. You need defense, definitely, like you said too. But luckily for you, Bournemouth can't score for shit. So yeah, I I would assume it's probably going to be a draw of some sort. Yeah, you probably Chelsea probably takes this one. You're not. You're not drawing and or losing to Bournemouth twice in a year where Bournemouth that bad. That'd be tough. That'd be tough. But a big win for Eddie Howe. <laughs> <laughs> we are Eddie Howe supporters on the this conundrum. Show, so yes, yes. But yeah, who knows? The Chelsea team that I saw the other day is not yeah. what I want to see. But, no, I don't. I don't blame you. Um, but uh, next ten o'clock, we got Newcastle hosting Burnley. I thought that we could pick this one too because that's. Besides Everton United and Spurs Wolves, this is the only like. I'm glad you're picking this one first because this is another tough one. Yeah, well, like Burnley's like Burnley's on fire. Yeah, like what's up with that? They're, they're like hot. <laughs> they are very hot. Not that they're playing much of anybody, but well, you got I mean, Vidra, you beat Bournemouth, born again, Vidra, just getting buried behind Ashley Barnes and Chris Wood. Now he finally gets his opportunity after like. Two years, yeah. Scored back to back games, so That's big. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I would assume Burnley probably gets some sort of result. Newcastle's another team that's like, oh, you think they're back to, you know, playing really well, and then they lay an egg and scoring seems to be, you know, an issue. Almirone had a cute couple of weeks, and he's back to. You know, not producing. Yeah, they're scoreless in their last three prems, and that's including a game against Norwich. So, I'm gonna say like, man, I'm gonna say one nothing Burnley. I'm gonna go crazy on the road. If Burnley can pull this one out, Sean Dyche is like, it's your boy moving his way up into. Uh, he's he's replacing Brendan Rodgers in my top three. <laughs> the ginger Mourinho, yes, is ascending. I mean, you can't pick Newcastle at this point. They've been absolute trash in Premier League play over the last month. They have been pooty. I mean, since that tie with the Toffees back in uh, January, they really haven't done. And they struggled against an Oxford United team in both legs of that. 
Yeah. They had to battle back to even get out of the FA Cup fourth round. And like I said, they haven't scored in so long. I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go two nothing Burnley. Okay. So we're both on the Burnley wagon. We're on the Clarets. Yes. I figure uh I'll find two. Get a Vidra one again. Yeah, and your boy Wood. He's already in double digits. He's at ten. Yeah, if he's fit. Yeah. So last ten o'clock game we got at West Ham against the Saints of Southampton. Another toss up probably. I mean West Ham they showed a little bit of meo against Pooh. And yeah, Southampton is probably a better home team than road team. I... And West Ham needs something here. This is their chance. I remember looking at that schedule saying... Oh, this is the one that they got to do something. Southampton was the uh, the spot where they need to get some point or three. Yeah, I hope not. You're just over West Ham? I am, and they were one of my three to go down. So just to, Sticking with it. For a little validity, and you know, I'm going to stick with it and... I'm a big Ralphie Hassenhutel fan. Ralphie Hassenhutel. And uh, some of these players on West Ham and our man Danny Ings, show favorite. So stay scoring. I'm just yeah, I'm just tired of West Ham. I'm tired of the whole. Well, I'm over the hammers. Tired of looking at them. Me too. They can go bye bye. <laughs> Bring up leads. Let's go. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So we got a 12.30 real cracker. We got Watford hosting Liverpool. So Liverpool gets cupcakes, and we'll see what they maybe spot Watford a couple. That's the, that's the only thing that's making my, like, Watford has to run into Liverpool. So, like, Watford's going to have a hard time getting out of the basement. So, <laughs> well, like, where man, are they? That, that manager bump was hot there for about four games. Yeah, it lasted uh, very briefly. <laughs> very, very briefly. Um, but yeah, they're still in major trouble. Like I said, the only thing that's saving them right now is that like West Ham, Villa, Bournemouth, and Brighton don't want to creep away from them. So, but yeah. this isn't the week to get out of the no, basement. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> they're not beating Liverpool. No, I think a team made up of guys that played in the eighties for Liverpool could beat them. Kenny Daglish. Like now, yeah. Like at fifty some years old, you yeah. Go out there and beat this Watford team. So anybody, <laughs> yeah, anybody. But yeah, nothing. We're not going to get a close one like uh, West Ham. Yeah. I think Liverpool just just beats the hell out of them. Yeah, Watford showed a little bit of signs of life early in that other game this past weekend, but then they got smashed. Right. So. And then the Villa Sheffield was postponed due to Carabao Cup, as we discussed. Mm-hmm. So that will not get played. Then we have three, well, two Sunday games. Two Sundays. Because just talking about postponements, might as well go there. Matchup I was really looking forward to, kind of glad maybe it got postponed, mm. was Arteta's return to the Etihad as the coach of Arsenal. So that game's going to get moved. Who knows? Um when that will happen. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's good for Arsenal. It gives him a little bit more time to work with the team and take on a team like City. So, Oh, yeah. I think it's a, it comes at a good time, I think. Yeah. Give him, give him a little break. A little time. A little, a little time to figure that one out. <laughs> and then I think two, probably the best two games of the weekend. Absolutely. Come at the same time on Sunday, unfortunately. So you're going to have to be a little channel flipping. Uh, yeah. I mean, you got Everton hosting Man United at 9. Um, definitely going to pick this one. Yeah, we're going to 
probably we'll pick both these, right? We yeah. will definitely pick both. Yeah. And then at the same time, there's uh, Tottenham versus Wolves. Yes. That's why you've been saving your draw card. You and Spurs, you're not, you're not eye to eye. Ever. 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 They suck. And you're going to see that when it's time to pick. Uh, but, yeah, we'll start with uh, Everton and Man United. I mean, I thought I think Everton's shown a pretty good flash of life here the past, you know, since Ancelotti took over, unfortunately. Oh, they had me scared as hell this past weekend. Yeah, they can be dangerous. Richarlison always is a dangerous one to uh, put the ball in the net. And I mean, Calvert-Lewin, obviously, he's been on fire since Ancelotti took over as well. Yeah. United, I mean, yeah, they, you know, beat the shit out of, what, Watford? Yeah, I mean, all in all, though, I keep saying, I feel like you keep downplaying them. They've been pretty hot. Yeah, Bruno Fernandez, I think, had his best game in three that he's played so far. Um, But, yeah. Since the loss to Burnley, they've been a pretty legit team. Yeah. Back in January, so... I'm jumping back on the Toffees, though. I can't believe it. they, you know, I, I was on the train early in August. I wanted to run the train into a brick wall. <laughs> you and me both. With Marco Silva. And now with Ancelotti back, I have recovered from my injuries, and I'm back on the train. And I think the Toffees probably uh, get the job done. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I got to pick this one first, don't I? Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, I do. Shit. Um, let's see. I I was kind of thinking the same thing. I maybe should have saved my draw card for this one. This has a draw written all over it. I think. You know what? Just for the sanctity of our picks, and because I'm tired of, don't want to see United creep into one of these top spots here. I'm gonna go. 3-2 Everton. Ho, ho. The opposite of what they just lost to Arsenal. I think I'm just going to go 2-1. Okay. I know I already picked that, but... Because I'm saving my draw card for this last beauty of a game. Of course you are. Of course. Spurs-Wolves? That's a perfect draw. It's got draw written all over it. I'm going 2-2. I think Wolves have shown that they can put the ball in the net, apparently. Yeah. You know, Europa League, they put up a four-bag... And then they scored three last week, so keep on climbing. Spurs are definitely starting to teeter off a little bit. You know, Sonny and HK still hurt. So it's up to Delhi. And that and he seems to have a little bit of a his head's up his ass a little bit here. So a little attitude. A little bit. Bitch. Slamming water bottles, but yeah, what do you think? <sighs> One nothing wolves. <laughs> the wolves coming in on the road. Yeah. Laying down the law. Uh, who's scoring for Tottenham? It's a great question. Sonny's not. Steve's Bergwin. Could, could be Bergwin. Could be Lucas Moura. Yeah, Bergwin. 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 Could be Moura. I just don't want him to. And I don't want to see it. I just don't want to see it. And no success from the Spurs. Yeah. Maybe a little Diego Jota. Jota has been hot. He has been hot. One nothing. Fair enough. But yeah, that's uh, week twenty-eight. Yeah, it's amazing. That's almost upsetting. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Yeah. Once we hit that week thirty, it's like shit. But yeah. once we might have a champion by week thirty-two, so we probably will. <laughs> <laughs> we probably will. Yeah. But 
We do have an announcement to make before we uh, get out of here. Yes. For everybody who has not heard or seen And I'm yet. pretty sure if you have social media of some sort. And you're from this area. You saw that they announced the NBC watch party, the Prem watch party. Yeah, For Philadelphia. It was what I thought. I was right on. How about that? You nailed it. April 4th and 5th from Dilworth Park. That I was surprised about. At City Hall. That was that, I was a little surprised with the location, but uh, yeah, I feel like they wanted to, cause I misread the Phil's schedule when we first had that conversation. Though, and the Phillies do have their home opener that weekend, and I think that is part of what. Oh, they do. Yeah, they will be in at home mm. on those dates. So that doesn't help. Yeah. So I and I'm pretty sure the Sixers are home that Sunday. Yeah. So I have a feeling that was what drew them to that area yeah i mean with a big turnout man that could shut down center city philly oh they're definitely they're definitely closing that whole area off for sure yeah i think i'm gonna train it in i don't even think i'm gonna try and drive in nah dude unless i can talk to uh our buddies over at uh the university and see if they can get us some parking because if that's if they could do that then maybe i'll think about it take the train to me yeah Really, I don't. I don't live too far. No, from there we can hoof it like, from uh, there. See, I live uh, a few train stops from yeah. Center City. I've hoofed it all around that city, so I don't. I don't care because you could take the uh, Market Frankfurt line on the SEPTA right to City Hall, yeah. and that's literally right under Dilworth Park. So yeah. So any fans who would like to join us that are going to be in the Philly area that weekend, please, please come out. And support the show. We're trying to get it all done up. Maybe some drums. Yeah. Some. I, I have to read the regulations of what they're allowing. It sucks because I really wanted to like tailgate like at Xfinity. It's available because the parking situation. Yeah. Not tailgating in uh, the middle of Center City, unfortunately. But if you would like to go, go on to NBCSports.com. Look for the NBC watch party for Philadelphia, and you can RSVP right now, and you can get your ticket for both Saturday and Sunday. Because it is a free event, but you do need a barcode to get into the yeah, event. Yeah, got to make sure. And I already mine. have taken care of that. Yeah, I got to get mine downloaded and done. So, but Yeah, just wanted to announce that and pat on the back for Sleuth Me for figuring that out yes very good thank you dick thank you very much as a detective dick (laughs) that's my grandfather's name yeah yep that's my friend dick's name (laughs) amazing (laughs) it's amazing no way richard richard dickich but yeah But it's been a fun day it's uh again the mls is upon us which is fantastic because we're happy to have you back. I am finally just secured my tickets for the Union Home Opener mm. against who do we play? San Jose. Yeah, I won't be putting any money into Red Bull's pocket till I see what kind of team. We're yeah, we'll see. Feel it out. Maybe first couple weeks. Yeah, those will be TV watchers till I uh, I see what kind of team we're putting out there. That's fair. Yes. But yeah, so uh, we will be back again. I think I think the Wednesday shows. Feeling pretty good. 
Yeah, I'm liking this Wednesday show. Um, we got a Saturday A2D lined up again. We do have another Saturday A2D, 10.30 to noon again. Um, again, I have a new venture starting on Monday, so I'll have to see what my schedule looks like as far yes. as uh, what day we're going to make it for next week. But I would love to do it Wednesday again. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll make it work. But Yeah. Because you know what we do. We give the people what they want. Always. I wish I had it queued up, but That's I already okay. have another thing. Yeah. But, yes, thank you guys again for listening, and um, keep watching those games this weekend. And the MLS, please. I don't know. You said the Red Bull play Cincinnati. Yep, we open with Cincinnati on Sunday, 1 o'clock. Sunday, 1 o'clock. Union open up on Saturday at 6 against the FC Dallas. So tune in. Should be a great weekend of MLS action. And we will see you guys next week. Yes. Later. later.